I'm really mad because last episode I was going to predict that Kamala Harris was going to drop out of the race. And for some reason, I decided not to. Mm-hmm. Maybe I forgot. And then guess what fucking happens? Well, you know, she's just a big time candidate. Unlike you, she's like, just there you go. okay. Take two. <sighs> <laughs> Very good. She's just a big time candidate, unlike Mother Tulsi. So, yes, it's true. Uh, you know, I love Tulsi. she was very strong. Did you see, did you ever read her thing where she said that? Mm, like no. Tulsi Tulsi Gabbard complained about her like uh, record on foreign policy and also like her record as a prosecutor. Yeah, and Kamala Harris said she didn't have to respond to that because she was a major candidate, unlike Tulsi Gabbard. See, that's yeah. Damn. And guess what? Yeah, uh, Tulsi's still in the race. The filth pig is gone because she's a cop. Oink, oink. A cab, all Kamala's are bastards. Yeah. Episode 16, Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Episode 16, can you guys believe that? That's kind of nutty. We made it, boys. That's knocking futs. Episode 20 is coming up. It's going to be quite the celebration. Uh, I can't do math, so that's going to be sometime in April. I don't know. So, uh, welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back at you again for episode 16. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. With me are three friends of mine three very good friends of mine hey it's me rudy it's all about the he said she said horse house i think you better quit talking that crap or else you'll end up with the podcast it's all about the he said she said horse house i think you better stop talking that crap or else you'll end up with the podcast hi it's your friend steven what was that who was that limp biscuit that limp biscuit I'm intellectual. You know, he's got a motherfucking chainsaw, and yeah. he'll skin your ass raw. Are, are you having a problem with the microphone? Is it no, loose? No, bud. No, is it loose? Because you're having to hold it up to, uh, upright. It's a little loose. We'll, we'll work on that. And we have a special guest here, um, Tanned, Rested, and Ready. Hello. Who are you? I'm Drew. Drew's here, so uh, Drew, we're having a good time. It's great to be here for episode 16. For episode this. 16, can you believe it? This yeah. milestone. This milestone. Drew... Drew is our new um, uh, college intern? He's our new college intern. He's yeah. on the casting couch, and yeah, okay. we're gonna see where, we're gonna see where it goes. <laughs> yeah. I'm very yeah. excited. Mm-hmm. You know, casting couch doesn't necessarily have to have the connotations you have, but your mind is filth. Do you guys want to watch me put this last mint jewel pot of all time into my jewel? Do it, please. So there's a Circle K in town that was the last like bastion of independence of freedom the last of the famous international gas stations yes and um that's the sound of the oh man when you put a fresh pot in and it snaps like that and that little light lights up real quick shit that one's gonna crackle too yeah yeah yeah. let's get the crack so can we get the asmr on that oh oh, don't worry we are so um so they got their last shipment of uh, mint jewel pod five percent in uh, the other day i was not quick enough and they sold out um but i bought a four pack a couple days ago 
And this is my last pond from that four pack. So after that, it's a Smoke Novo. I don't mind it. Maybe I'll find a mint flavor. I'm, I'm currently vaping strawberry um, funnel cake on it. I don't have it with me currently, but okay, let's hear that crackle. This is some um, Jewel ASMR. That was good. That was good crackle. This is how democracy let's, dies. Yeah, <laughs> let's tap the uh, the pot real quick. Let me just. Okay. Let, let me put some. Re- re- let me just heat here. up the spoon real quick. Okay. Let's um. Let's do it. Now that's a fresh pod right there, and I'm going to miss it greatly. It's because, um, you know, they're taking them away, not because the government, because I think Trump decided not to ban um, uh, vape, because that was on the table for a while. It's Juul. Juul, the company, cucked out. They're doing away with um, the mint, even though 70% of jewelers, this is a true statistic, 70% of jewelers uh, jewel mint. So um, I am, I am, here's a prediction here. I'm gonna get all my predictions out since the whole Kamala Harris thing happened. Please, you know, yeah. I, I, I pisses me off. Uh, so I'm saying right now, um, some former Jewel employee is going to go to a different vape company and tell them the the secret ingredient of mint Jewel pods, and they're gonna start making a salt nick out of that. And I wonder if that's proprietary. If all of their flavors are uh, are like their own IP to their own. Well, I mean, Jewel's gonna go bankrupt soon because of it. I don't know. I mean, I feel like they were going to go bankrupt quicker if, like, all these irresponsible parents got the SEC on them, you know? Yeah, I guess so. This is kind of a serious podcast. Yeah. This is kind of a doler podcast. How very reasonable. Did Did you guys see that video? Um, they're having a big meeting, and Trump was there, and Mitt Romney was there. What is he the head of? Is he the head of, like, Mormon um, health or something? I don't know. It's, um... Well, anyways, it's... it's The camera is only on Trump, and he has his arms folded. You guys haven't seen this this clip? And you can't see anyone else around him, but it's Mitt Romney arguing with a bunch of vape CEOs about vaping while Trump just like kind of looks around the room at them while they scream each other about vaping. It's very funny. I'll try to find it. I'll put it on the uh, Horse House Twitter. What they didn't show you in that clip is that Trump actually has a jewel up his sleeve. He was <laughs> he was holding in the hit during that shot. He looks very constipated. He's just trying to get it to disappear. We've all been there, Mr. President. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Texas, Richard motherfucking cock. What's up? What's up, man? Uh, welcome to the Horse House. This is your first time on the uh, podcast. How are you doing? Uh, I've before. You, you've never been on the... Well, did... Yeah. Were you on the podcast one time? Yes. He was on, like, episode one. Are you sucking dick right now? I'm eating mints. Oh, nice. So you, you you wanted to call in and talk about some things that have been happening in your life. What's been going on, big guy? Oh, shit. Okay. Well, my apartment blew up. Yeah. Uh, me and my girlfriend were inside the apartment when it blew up. I heard. It was something with the oven, right? The oven exploded? I blew up the stove. Yeah, you blew up the stove. Was, yeah. it, a, was it a gas stove? Was it like a gas thing? A pilot stove. It was a pilot light stove. And I blew it up because... I have a new world agenda. You have a new world agenda. Okay, go on with yes, that. Sir. All right. 
Well, I've been trying to talk. I've been trying to talk to women about how there's this thing going on because I know about it, and not a lot of people know about it, and everyone discredits me. Yeah, but these women are donating plasma to get into nightclubs, and they're pa- they're passing out because of the they don't because they don't have plasma a lot of, enough plasma left, and these men are raping them and selling them to sex traders. Now, is this wait? They're donating blood of plasma to get into nightclubs. Yep. How, where? How do you know this? I know that there's experiences happening to several people. Are you one of these people in I question? Know, no, I'm. Uh, I don't weigh enough to donate plasma. Yeah. Is the plasma taken at the nightclub, or is it offsite? Yeah, that's what I was. About yeah, to ask. like is it offsite? Okay. No, it's these girls who are broke. And, you know, make a quick dollar, donate plasma. Makes sense. But they're using it to go to the nightclub. And they go to the nightclub while they are still feeling loopy from losing all the plasma. How much do you get for, like, a bucket of plasma these days? That's the measurement. Are you okay? $20. $20 for plasma these days? Yep. So how... Cover charge at the nightclub. So, Richard... Like, I, I get what you're saying, like, you know, like, women are being taken advantage of, like, they're in a they're in a vulnerable state, they donate the plasma, and then, like, there are predatory men in the nightclubs. How does this correlate to your stove? What? Oh. Well, I, I mean, it was an eye-opening experience, oh, and okay. I started yeah. getting more political, and, um, you know, researching issues, and, but not even that. I just knew about this issue that was going on, because all of my friends have been getting raped. How many? Like in the past week? Three. Holy shit! Wait, is that real? Three of your friends have been raped this past week? Yes, in Houston, and um, and the, the Montrose is like a high sex trafficking area. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's down there. Three of my friends have been raped. Well, a couple have been plasma to get in tonight. Next. <laughs> what are you going? What are you going to do about this, though? Because you said you're an activist now as well. In the text you sent me. What are you going to do to stop these women from either donating plasma or getting raped while lacking plasma? Well, they should still be able to donate the plasma. But we got to make it safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just did the math. If there are three women getting raped a week, that's 156 women per year just in his friend group that are getting raped. Do you have that many friends? <laughs> this is a serious issue. Yeah, I have, I have a lot of friends. Yeah. Okay, so, um, so, so what are you doing to stop this? I mean, telling people... I'm just telling everyone Spread stop doing that shit. Thank you. Richard, I have a follow-up question. I have one. Did your girlfriend make it out of the fire okay? You never <laughs> really said. Like the explosion at your house. You said your girlfriend was there. Did, is she okay? I mean, I, I'm it's more, of a, more about me, not her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. Self blew up. And, yeah, um, my eardrum blew up, and then I blew up, and then then this guy tried breaking in to the apartment Holy, to try to. Do you live in a Lou no, Reed I song? To Austin, but I moved to a bad area. I guess I didn't Apparently. think I could move to a bad area in Austin. You know, it's crazy. Um, I said, "What is this, New Jack City or something?" <laughs> yeah. Upon moving in, and um, you know, they I'm I don't know. It just I mean, it didn't go over well with people. It got. My friend who I moved in with said he saw a guy carrying a dead rat to a trash can. So we knew what we were getting into. 
your pilot light blew up, and then a guy saw that as an opportunity to, like, try to jack your shit, basically. No, the, all the windows in the apartment blew outwards. It was a really big explosion. Jeez. And all the glass flew onto his, um, his car, and he thought that we broke his windshield. And they also thought we were cooking drugs up there. You weren't cooking any drugs? You can be honest. Uh-uh, I've been sober for a while. Uh, oh, good for you. Good for but, you. But the reason I got that apartment was fu- because of a, like a three-week speed binge. Yeah, it happens. It was insane. And I became this like character. Never going to do that again. And now I'm political and activist. And, you know, mm-hmm. I care about people more than myself now. That's very sweet of you. It's very Christ-like, I'd say. I'm also on the issues of... There's... um. You know, okay, this is why you don't need to... I, just a disclaimer. I'm not racist, but this sounds racist, but it's just the truth. Okay. You know, I'm... You should never, ever get tattooed by a Mexican because <laughs> there are MS-13 agents being planted into local tattoo shops planting tracking devices on these people. They don't know it. And, um, and then you have a Mexican dude inside your house trying to kill you. <laughs> no, I've heard something like that. Really? No, that makes sense. Is that an actual well, conspiracy theory? Well, you can't get tattooed by other races in certain places. So oh, exactly. That's I've probably why. By, I've only been tattooed by white people, and, it, and I'm not dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, you heard it here first. You have it. <laughs> All right, well, um, Richard, do you have anything else to say? I got to find more issues that I find out about, but I mean, right now those are the big two that I'm just talking to people about. Yeah, find out um, some more issues, and uh, next week, call, uh, call in. We'll get an update. All right, man? Shit. We're proud of you, Richard. We're pr- R- yeah. Richard, keep fighting the good fight, man. It's good talking to you, all right? Be safe. Shit. Mm-hmm. What's going on, man? What's going on over there? What's going on, big guy? All right, Richard, we'll see uh, you later, man. Uh, hey, God bless, all right? Car. All right, see you, Richard. God bless you, man. Be, be strong. Keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> All right. So I was uh, I was in like once a week. I um, I work at a uh, television um, station, and what's really cool at the television station is they have um, alcohol wipes there. And sometimes when no one's looking, I'll, I'll huff the alcohol and it feels really good. Anyways, I uh, I, I like to jewel in the bathrooms there. And some people have the fucking audacity to, like, take a shit while I'm trying to jewel. And listen, I know it's a bathroom and stuff, but it's fucking disgusting. Anyone? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, no, I'm trying to get my delicious nicotine fix. I hear some guy grunting. Last time it happened, this guy was talking to himself, like, encouraging himself. Well, like, you can do it. You can get the shit out. How dare you shit in the jewel room? Well, that's why in prison they say you have to, like, flush as soon as you drop that. Is it true? Yeah. Absolutely. If you don't, you get your ass beat by yourself. I mean, I do that shit in public bathrooms. Like yeah, I, the moment you it's drop, a courtesy flush. You flush. Yeah, it's yeah. a courtesy flush. Yeah. So well, anyway, stop shitting in the jewel rooms. I remember <laughs> I saw Nick Cave a couple months ago in Nashville. I told you guys about that on the podcast. I was drooling there too, and some guy was taking a big pre Nick Cave concert shit, and it was disgusting. It was wet. It was like um, it sounded like this. Get it? Because poop. So it sounded like one of Rudy Irvine's jokes. Get Thank fucked. You. Yeah. Uh, that's all I had about the jewel stuff. I have a question. Yeah. For the room. Yeah. Um, uh, your microphone is weird now. Okay, I'm Steve. sorry, bud. Okay, tighten it. 
Well, remember they're like hyper directional. I, I, I have a question for you guys' perusing. Yeah. What is it? You know, like how pe- cancel culture. Yeah. This what, is quite the one eighty. Well, no, I've been thinking about it because you said uh, Jewel was getting cucked. Yeah, it is. No, they're, 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 they're doing the cucking. They're something? doing the cucking. So is like in y'all's vernacular is is getting becoming the cuck. I have become the cuck. Uh, mm-hmm. Destroyer yes. of worlds is is that like your version of like cancel culture? But it, you're getting canceled for being lame instead of doing something like perceived wrong. I don't get that. Could you rephrase? When when like, I say so, someone so like, cucked, it means they're they're the ones that are cucking themselves. They're the ones that, that are kind of folding mm-hmm. to public pressure, okay, like Jewel so, did. So you know, so you know, like can't. So Rudy, you know, cancel culture where they're like, uh, what is cancel culture? Well, like the whole idea of cancel culture is like if someone does something wrong, they're canceled in purview of like the public conversation. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, Aziz Ansari is meant to have like Louis C.K. should have never been canceled because he asked the women. Okay, if, so you know what canceling is. Let, so why did you ask me about what cancel culture is? I know what cancel culture is. I was being a fuck. Okay, so fuck off, number one. Number I'm two, glad you explained it. Yes, yes, okay. sir. I I just was asking. So like, so like, if you're if you're like preemptively caving to cancel culture, is yeah. that you cucking yourself? Yeah. Yes. Okay, oh how, yeah. No, yeah. definitely. Okay, Howard Stern's a cuck. Oh, definitely. Well, because the thing I want to talk about that. The Howard bad, Stern's the bad a fucking thing about cuck. Stern is that back in the day he had like the whack pack, a pack that I've been trying to get of my own on the podcast. Uh, Richard Cock is part there. of the the the, the whack pack. Uh, I'd say Jesse Ventura is part of the whack pack. Um, he's supposed to be calling in soon. I don't know the the haiku woman from last. The, the week. haiku woman. Um, but you know the thing is about um, about Howard Stern is that back in the day he was very cutting edge. He was very edgy, um, irrever- irreverent. Yeah. That, that's the intellectuals edgy. Um, he had that one character who was mentally disabled named Gary the Retard, and now he calls him Gary the Conqueror. And I really just you know come on Howard, you're on serious. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Don't 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 cuck yourself. I wasn't even talking about that. Did you see his fucking three hour interview with Hillary Clinton? No, oh, it, it, this is a political thing. Yeah, I did. No, it's not a political <laughs> thing. Like he could have dunked on her. He really could have because I mean you know he's not a Trump supporter, you're, but he he's, was he's been friends with Trump for like forty years. No, but I I don't even mean on like political lines. Like you're Howard fucking. Stern asks some hard questions. It, like it really he's out, a lot, he's a lot about here, the state like, of Howard Stern when he has Hillary Clinton he, on his he's own. Out, yeah. He's out here fucking softballing her on yeah. like, yeah, when 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 Obama beat you in two thousand eight, did you did you accept his phone call? Yeah, and like in. Ask her about fucking Epstein. Yeah, no, that's true. He should have asked her about Epstein. Trevor Noah already did. It didn't work. Yeah, and everyone thought it was hilarious, and she laughed, and Chelsea laughed, and we all laughed. It was really funny. No, it is, but but like, is that an example of someone getting cucked or being? Oh yeah, cuck? he he definitely cucked to Hillary Clinton. Yeah, he yeah. isn't getting cucked. He is cucked himself. He is. Yeah, he is cucking. Because I was like, I'm not even the biggest like stern guy, but yeah. I was I was pretty disappointed. There are braver stations on Sirius XM. Yeah. Like o- such as like Opie, like Sirius XM Livid. Hell yeah, <laughs> Christy Canyon. And now it's time to dip into the Horse House voicemails brought to you by Jewel Electronic Cigarettes. Uh, maybe not for long. Uh, it depends on if Jewel will still be open. Let me get some ASMR, some Jewel ASMR here, real quick. Let me just. Hello, boys. Oh. 
There's nothing more satisfying. I tell you what. Okay, Stephen, really uh, what is the like phone it. number to the voicemail brought to you by Jewel Electronic Cigarettes? Vamp for a second. I'm pulling it up. Speaking of our voicemail, yeah. Um, did we not get a call saying that we're not allowed to say that we're sponsored? We anymore? did get a call, but uh, are we disregarding that? As you said, I was convinced it was bullshit, but I didn't know if you guys felt the same way. A cease and desist can only be presented to you via print. Yeah, you got to get served. We can't have some well, I bitch. Was, I didn't know if you were taking that as like a warning shot. Well, and how we well could they the find brakes. you at the horse house? Exactly. No one knows the horse house is. It's somewhere in... Well, feel free to submit your FOIA requests today yeah, on all yeah, of us. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Stephen, what is the phone number, sir? The phone number to leave a voicemail for the horse house boys is 321-323-9521. That's 321-323-9521. Now we only have one voicemail for this week, and uh, one, um, for some reason, Chris did not leave us a voicemail like he usually does. Uh, what's going on, Chris? I was, I've been texting you a um, couple couple days straight now, and uh, you know I'm alive, and you know we, we record on Sunday, so where's the voicemail? We miss you, buddy. Just hope you're safe. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, here is uh, our one and only voicemail. Hey, guys. Let me start over. Hey, guys. It's me, your guy. Listen, I was, you know, oh, man. Let me start over. Okay, hey, guys. It's me. Hanging out. Hello. Waiting for the next horse house. Mm -hmm. You guys are doing great, by the way. Loving the content. Thank you. Keep it up, guys. Oh, listen, I got a question for uh, Rudy. Oh, no. Okay, Rudy... Um, I was talking to this guy in, in the Jacksonville area, and he said that he had heard of you before, and that you were something called a, a bug chaser. <laughs> now, I don't know much about exterminating <laughs> or pest control, but apparently there's a community of close-knit people in the greater Jacksonville area who all know each other by name. So could you maybe expand on that just a little? Again, he said you were a bug chaser. Thank you. Also, Steven, I did get Civilization Five, and I got a bunch of mods to make the graphics better, so we should play some time. All right, guys. Once again, love the pod. Keep it going. Keep it going. We love you. Uh, tall dude out. Thank you, tall dude. I'm proud of you for getting Civilization Five, the superior Civilization game. As for the bug chasing, yeah, what's uh, going on with that? What, is, the, what does that mean? Well, I put yeah. the bug chasing behind me. I was chasing a lot of bugs for a while, but yeah. the the highest aspiration of every bug chaser is to then get that bug. So yeah. I'm I'm what you'd call a gift giver now. So for all you bug chasers out there, I got that gift and I'm ready to give it. Jeez. Call into the voicemail if you want to meet up and get get some bugs. <laughs> Get some boss loads. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, tall dude. Rudy's on the lookout for a neg hole right now. Uh, if, <laughs> if any of you guys would like to offer offer your services to Rudy, it's three two one three two three nine five two one. No, the onus is on. Is no, on. to offer your neg hole. Yeah, no, I got their Rudy. neg hole for your pause boss. Yeah. It's not load. a service to feeling, me. It's a service to them. No, if they're if feeling, they think they're doing me a charity by taking my <laughs> gift, but I don't want them around. I'm getting grossed out. I'm right going to give the gift, and they're going to get that goddamn bug. 
Okay, so um, which which episode was it where I was bitching about waiters? How much I hate waiters? Was that like two episodes ago? That was recent, yeah. yeah. I don't remember. Well, I had another negative waiter experience recently. Mm-hmm. I was at a steakhouse, and I ordered my steak. First of all, I ordered my steak Pittsburgh because I'm a, man of, I'm a man of class. No, I like the crispy exterior no, you're very and the rare interior. Yeah. Uh, and so I asked this, this piece of shit waiter, I said, A... Pittsburgh, please. And he said, our, our ovens, our stoves, whatever the fuck they cook steaks on, our ovens, our stoves aren't th- aren't hot enough for that, sir, Mr. Horse. And so um, I said, all right, yeah, medium rare then, you piece of shit. And then he comes, he brings me the steak, like the little slave that he is, like the nasty little pay pig that he is. And I say, all right, can I have some A1, please? And he, and he fucking gave me shit for that. Good. No, fuck you. Fuck you, Rudy. Yeah, you order it Pittsburgh. I've never heard of that. Pittsburgh, but. it's where it's like basically kind of like charred on the outside and rare on the inside. And then you wanted A1 steak sauce. I, I love sauce. A1 steak sauce. He's like, do you really want to do that to your steak? And I said, yeah, fuck yeah. I oh, do yeah, it's shit. 100% not his place to ask you that. No, you're my waiter. Do yeah. what I want. Yeah, if you- I ask you to bring me a bottle of your piss out, you will bring me a bottle of your piss I don't, I don't think well, you could do I that. I'm paying that. you. I yeah, mean, but yeah. Well, that's that's whatever you say. Yes, sir. I will bring you your A1, and then you go and make fun of the person in the back. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, listen, I have this rule, this mantra that I live by. I don't care if people talk shit about me behind my back as long as I don't know. What I don't know <laughs> no, doesn't hurt me. That's true. I'm yeah, serious. Because exactly. I talk shit about people behind their backs all the time. Fuck. I'm Wait. looking at two of them right now. I was going to say, Gosh, why do you, you nice. only... Thank you. Well, I only talk shit to the you, front you of your you, back. You, you, yeah, you talk shit to me in front of me and behind me. <laughs> but yeah, waiters, um, just like Joe Biden, they should be consensually and um, uh, what, what's the two things? Ethically. Ethically um, uh, euthanized. euthanized. Um, and also, they make too much money. What? Uh, waiters get paid, what, hourly? Like $3? Too much too much it's too fucking much and, and they have just, just, just like with like nurses and shit they have this like complex where they think they really deserve like a lot of respect they really don't patrick has something about waiters he hates waiters too hello hello patrick yeah hey um we're not interrupting are we uh, I, I was kind of on the phone. Why? What's going on, man? Um, just real quick. Um, w- w- welcome to the horse house. Um, w- we're talking about waiters and how much we hate waiters. What do you have to say about waiters again? Uh, I, I like waiters. What do you mean? I, I thought. Don't you not tip or something? Oh well, I don't believe in tipping, but I, I do tip. Why don't you believe in tipping? Well, the tipping system is unfair because you you go to work not knowing if you're going to make a living wage or not, depending on you know how kind your customers are going to be. It, you should get paid a living wage to wait tables. You shouldn't have to rely on tipping. It's a way for you the for your boss to not pay you enough. This is not what I wanted you he to say. Very pro. Let's go. I wanted you to shit on waiters. Let's go, Patrick. <laughs> bro, fuck waiters, brother. Laziest fucking thing. <laughs> bringing me iced tea with sugar instead of sweet tea, bro. Fuck waiters. All right, thank you, Patrick. <laughs> iced tea um, with sugar instead. Of- <laughs> hey, s- <laughs> there we go. Thank you, thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Very good. Alright, so yeah, fuck waiters. So, last Friday, I was at a John Prine concert. My second time seeing John Prine. Are you guys, any of you guys fans of John Prine? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. no, my good. wife is. Yeah, that's right. Your your wife has like John Prine. I remember I've listened. Uh, yeah, she actually turned around to John Prine a long time ago. Rudy, John Prine. He's good. Yeah. Um. There's a hole in Daddy's arm where all the money goes. Anyways, I was at the the uh, concert and um some fucking fat boomer bitch <laughs> was in front of me with her stupid fucking um small husband he was like i don't know this guy was probably like five four he was uh basically yeah beta. he's a beta male <laughs> and um and so they were sitting in front of us this fat this fat boomer bitch who's never picked up a dumbbell in her life unlike me who put down who who recently put down the antidepressants and picked up a fucking dumbbell they were sitting in front of us and the thing is about these fucking boomers they like to complain about how millennials like yeah, hello yeah and another fucking thing yeah when i'm at olive garden with somebody and they only bring two breadsticks to the table at a time what the fuck is up with that, that? doesn't that doesn't happen when two you go to olive garden only ever you're there with just one other person you get two breadsticks oh at that's a time. bullshit they need to bring four breadsticks they need to bring a hundred breadsticks bro i fucking love those things they're unlimited i need to fucking get yeah they are them. very good actually but they bring them two at a time like they're taking it from their own stash it pisses me off yeah th- that would piss me off too actually and plus, you're Italian. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, what were, okay. Okay. So these boomers, they like to talk about how um, millennials are always like recording concerts and shit. They use their phones during concerts, and you know that doesn't really bother me because millennials, they know about this thing called brightness controls. And the thing is, at least with iPhones, when you turn the brightness all the way down, it's almost like um, you know, like Kindles. It's like kind of like a parchment textured screen, and it, like. It's, it glows, but yeah. it's not actually like an LCD screen. The backlight is very faint. Exactly. That's kind of how an iPhone looks when the brightness is completely down. So you don't even really notice it during concerts. Yeah. This fucking boomer bitch in front of me, she has some fucking like iPhone 2. It's, it, it's a potato phone. It looks like one of those phones that have the 72-point font that you can order during Wheel of Fortune. Yes, yes. And, and, and like one of the fonts uh, they can choose is like Comic Sans. Um, mm-hmm. And they always look really ugly uh, when you try to screenshot like a text conversation. Uh, anyways, that's a personal bitch I have. Um, ugly phone fonts. Anyways, so this bitch, basically during the entire John Prine concert, she is on SoundHound. You know, it, 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 it's the, like bootleg the Shazam. Shazam. Yeah, yeah. She's it, looking up what the songs no, are. I don't know if she was looking up what the songs were or just seeing like, oh, ha ha ha. Do you think it'll recognize a live recording and, and not the studio? You recording? mean the apps that explicitly say we don't recognize live recording? Yeah, exactly. Because so, guess what? They're not one to one with studio. So basically, half the concert and SoundHound is usually a dark app, but ads were popping up, big bright white ads. It, it was actually blinding me. And I don't have balls, so I didn't tell her to stop. You walked and, up to her on the way out, and you were like, I will talk about this yeah. on my podcast. It, it, and at one point, her husband went to go like change his colostomy bag out or something. And, and when he came back, and also... He came, Bad. He came back, and she's like waving at him, like saying, oh, I'm over here, I'm over here. At one point... She gets her phone out and puts the screen on and is waving her fucking screen. Okay, so that to means that she's perfectly husband. aware of how fucking bright it is. Oh, she's perfectly aware. If she's of using it. it as a signal. She yeah. has to understand that it's insane. I will. I'll post it. I actually took a picture of her on SoundHound yeah. during the concert. I'll post it on the official Twitter page because um, 
um, in front of her, you can see a whole pathway of boomers with their very bright phones in the concert. Very good. This is um, a call to arms, all horse house listeners. Find these people. Uh, kill would, yourself and everyone around we you. Would in never, Minecraft. We would never incite violence. Yes. Uh, but if you could find this potato woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because um, Doctor. We'll, we'll call her Cheryl or some shit. Um, but yeah, it really pissed me off. Soundhound Cheryl. Yeah, Soundhound sound hound Cheryl. I like that I'm a lot. I'm picturing the woman with uh, Kids Bop. Uh, her kids are listening to They're Kids, listening to kids, kids Bop. They're listening to Kids Bop. I pictured two, two things. One, I can clearly see in my head where... Like every w- other week, you're going to have an amend moment at the beginning of the podcast where you apologize for calling this woman a bitch 15 mm. times. Oh, I'm never going to apologize for this one. But I hate her. But more importantly, I'm picturing you, like that episode of Dance Moms, leaning in front of her and going, put your phone away. You are disrespecting the children. You always tell me, teach my children etiquette. You teach my, you teach my children theater etiquette. Get off your phone. But also during the John Prine concert, they were the audience was very rowdy. They, they were just like, you know, usually at concerts, like, people will yell out requests, which I've never been a big fan of that. Yeah. And, yeah, fuck um, you. He's got they a have set a set list. list. Yeah. But the worst part about this is that every single time there is any kind of pause, Sam Stone! You would have 10 people screaming song requests. And at one point, he said, um, we also know those songs. That, that, that's what he told the audience, which is really funny. Good response. Yeah. Because I, I never really heard any musicians, like, address. They'd usually just ignore it. Yeah. But yeah, so, so the John Prine concert was good. Uh, John Prine is a perfect example of someone who took the licking but keeps on ticking. That dude has had lung cancer, jaw cancer, and he's somehow still alive. He had a piece of his jaw fucking removed. He, for a 72-year-old man, he's the oldest 72-year-old looking man I've ever seen, next to Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash was like, I think, 70 when he died. Yeah. He looked like... um. Oh, uh, what was that fucking spooky show from uh, Tales of the Crypt? Mm-hmm. And they he looked like uh, the Crypt Keeper. And the host was like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> we'll do a side by side comparison. Johnny Cash is my all time favorite, but I'll talk a little bit of shit about him. He's in heaven, so it's okay. He doesn't care. All right. So, yeah. To, share, so, to Soundhound Cheryl, fuck you. Fuck your small beta husband. Yeah. I hope you both had a horrible time at the John Prine concert, but unfortunately, they really enjoyed it. They, they were nuzzling at some points. In between it was her very being sweet, on her fucking actually. phone, at some point, she'd like just check Facebook and stuff. I'm disgusted. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Drum. I'm glad someone's on my side. Rudy and Steven are both uh, cucks for uh, Soundhound Cheryl. Okay. Why? Recently, it's been very cold where we live, and my lips have not been taking it very well. I've had awful chap lips. Every time I, uh, I found um, in like a drawer in my bathroom an old tube of Burt's Bees, which is the best kind of lip balm to have. Uh, I lost it right after putting it on my lips one time. That's how it goes. And so I bought Chapstick, actual Chapstick brand from 7-Eleven today. Not as good. The um, Let's have some Chapstick ASMR. There you go. There you go, guys. I just put it on. All right, there you go. How's it taste? Yeah, uh, it tastes like shit. Um, it's the original chapstick, they call it. And I don't know what, what flavor it is. Here, I'm not going to use that. You don't want to lick it or anything? No, sir. Do you guys not like using chapstick after other people? Mm-mm. Really? No. I, I, I think it burns away. Doesn't chapstick <laughs> burn away, away the germs? I rub it everywhere. Are you using some sort of <laughs> antiseptic chapstick? I don't know. It's $2 at 7-Eleven. Anyways... Um, a long time ago in high school, I was telling my friend um, about how tired I was. And I, and I don't know if she was she, she wanted me to die or not. 
because she was like, oh, you're tired? Yes. She was like, just, um, just, just, do you have Burt's Bees? I said, yeah, of course I have Burt's Bees, you dumb bitch. And, um, said, it's cold out here. I want to have Burt's Bees. And, uh, and so she said, oh, just, just rub some under your eyes. And, um, the minty, the, uh, like the menthol will, will, will keep you awake. And so I did. And it burnt. The reason why I wasn't tired anymore is because you, you, you can't pain. really be tired when you're screaming. Okay, so A, did her strategy run? worked. No, her strategy worked because I did not feel sleep anymore. B, I was in constant fucking pain from my eyes burning. I know this is an audio podcast. Where did you actually put it? I'll show directly right in the pupil. Uh, okay. So, like, you're like you're almost touching it. the the it's lower lid. It's basically under the lids. I was thinking like it's, top it's of, under the lids. It's touching my eye. I was thinking like top of the cheeks. No. I feel like I wouldn't want to put menthol that close well, to my eyes. Well, that's not how you yeah. keep yourself awake. Yeah, it's not how that's you not inflict you pain said. on yourself. Well, you keep yourself awake by going to sleep at a good time. No. Very true. Or just not sleeping. What? He said not sleeping, so that's a beta move if you don't sleep. Oh, yeah, that is a beta, beta! move. Beta! Yeah. But um, but yeah. So I just put this under my eyes. It didn't burn because it's not menthol um, chapstick. But yeah, just a word to the wise during these cold months, please. From Tristan Horse to you, you trust me. I'm in your ear every week. Uh, I'm your friend. I'm your horse friend. Um, don't rub mentholated chapstick under your eyes. Do you guys have anything else to say about that subject? Or I think you should. Don't do it. You will be in awful pain. Um, don't. I agree. It's a bad idea. Uh, don't rub it on your eyes. Don't rub it in your eyes. And if you're riding a motorcycle, make sure the gas cap is completely closed or you'll get gas on your balls and taint and it won't burn. Is that what happened to um, Juice World? <laughs> All right, we're good. So, uh, North Korea has uh, released a statement recently um, warning us of a gift they're giving us on Christmas. Have you guys heard about that? Not no, like just, the Rudy kind of gift. I was, I was about just, to ask. Just say, it's not the gift that Rudy and his partners are used Good. to. As long as they aren't infringing on my market. It seems a little foreboding, doesn't it? Because the Christmas gift, I was like, oh, that's cool. But the headline said, warns us of a Christmas gift. I thought we were on kind of okay terms with North Korea. They said... Didn't well, we they, stop the drills, the war drills no, in the border? No, uh, the, the talks broke down, and the last I heard, uh, they were threatening to call President Trump a daughter again. Oh, they were threatening that? I don't know. Yeah. Also, that's it, what I assumed the gift was, that they were going to... Just like, call him a dotard. Like it was, like it was a jib-jab, and, <laughs> <Jib -jab. laughs> and it just was like a cutout of Trump in like an elf hat, and it just said daughter. But you know, I... I, I were we, were we say something I don't want to yeah, I was just going to say, I assume their statement didn't include the word warning or warns. Yeah, right? it, it was probably just the MSM trying to rile people well, up. Well, I'm sure, like, usual. it's fake news. To be fair, if you're a news outlet and North Korea says anything, yeah. just statistically, it's probably a warning. But they could be totally, uh, totally altruistic. They could have turned heel on the despotic shit. They could be I mean, like, we're actually going to send you a large boat full of North Koreans. That would have meant they turned babyface. Right. What does that mean? Like if they were you, you turn heel if you go bad. But if they were like trying to be our friends, they'd turn face. Right. True. All right, that's a good one. Good. good. We're good friends um, on this podcast. I, awesome. Uh, but this is why I unironically um, like North Korea 
you know, I believe that either no one should have nuclear weapons or everyone should have nuclear weapons. Agreed. And since we are not going to um, abolish the uh, the ownership of um, nuclear weapons anytime soon, I believe that North Korea has every right to have nuclear weapons. Um, and people say, oh, well, Tristan, they'll, they'll, like, nuke us and shit. North Korea will never nuke America. Mark my words. They'll never nuke America. Because North Korea knows, basically, if they nuke anyone who they want to nuke, they know that we protect that country, you know, except for, like, you know, parts in, like, the Middle East and, you know, China. We don't really protect China. But, you know, it, it, if they were to nuke anyone, they know that America would send more, um, twice as many nukes. So they totally... Um, they totally deserve to have nukes because they're not going to do anything with it. It's for self-preservation. Um, and, you know, Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong-un, the great leader himself, you know, he knows what America does to um, despotic. That's a word. Despotic leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, we kill them. The CIA kills them. That's well, um, you saw what happened. Uh, we tr- they're useful. We tried to kill Maduro. Despacito. We tried to kill Fidel Castro. We killed that one commie in the Congo. Commie in the Congo. New movie Podcast title. name. Podcast title for this episode. <clears throat> so, Kim Jong-un knows what we do. Bingo, bango, bongo. And the reason we why Patrice we... Lumumba. The reason why we haven't murked his ass is because he has very powerful weapons. And I say, listen, Mr. Un, Mr. Kim, more power to you. Um, any thoughts on that, guys? Any rebuttals? Drew? No, I fully agree. Thank um, you, sir. I'm just waiting for the day that we wake up and um, the talks have finished mm-hmm. and it what was North and South Korea becomes all North Korea. I Listen, I'll hear that one. Very good. I agree. Rudy? I want to kill myself. All right. Steven? All I've been able to think about right now because of my brain poisoning is what if Eddie Vedder and Pearl Jam really liked Donald Trump, and when North Korea got mad at him again, they came to all of Donald Trump's rallies, and they did daughter, but it was just, don't call me daughter. And that's all I've been able to think about for like the past 10 minutes. So you can give it the fart. That was good. That was, that was good. That was good, Stephen. That was, that was good content. <laughs> yeah, you're, your hair's uh, a little tousled. Your, your composure is... Um, you look like Jim Morrison giving his first show. Yeah, are you okay? What's going on, big it's guy? The brain poison. Wh- wh- where do you get brain poisoning from? Being on the podcast. I'm thinking about Mad TV now. Did you donate too much plasma? Yeah. Can we talk about Mad TV? What's going on with Mad TV? It, it should come back with the original. Cast. <laughs> no, no, Matt. The, the only good. Thing I want the whole gang back together. Frank Caliendo, Will Mm-mm. Sasso, Artie Lang. Uh, uh, Artie Artie Lang could be on it. Black woman. Mm-hmm. Ari Spears. Wow. Will Sasso again, Michael McDonald, the other Michael McDonald from the band. He was in Doobie Bangus. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a white lady from episode of Scrubs. I want, remember when Michael McDonald do Stuart and he wear the tight pants. And Stephen homesick from middle school, and he watched Comedy Central at ten thirty in morning. Shaquille O'Neal, host Mad TV, Stewart, tight pant, and Phil Lamar, the voice of Hermes Conrad on Futurama, and Shaquille O'Neal, and Stewart wears tight pants, and 
does the look what I can do Fortnite dance and then he <laughs> and then he says look what I can do and Miss Swan starring and now ladies and gentlemen it's time for Rudy's Crypto Corner fuck I might have given you the indication that I was ready for this, but I really wasn't. Oh, I'll vamp. So it's the first week of Toyotathon. <sighs> no. There's a lot of good deals out there. Stop fucking you can, you plugging can, Toyota. No. Is it get, safe to say that this episode is brought to you by Toyota? Brought to you by Toyotathon. <laughs> I will say, if this episode isn't brought to you by Toyotathon, the presence of Steven is brought to you by Toyotathon. It is the, sp- it is the spirit of the Toyotathon season. saved my life. I'm getting it is the spirit of the season. And I get really... I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I, I went... I went to the the uh, store, um, and uh, late I bought my I bought uh, a whatchamacallit bar. Yeah, at the Wawa, mm-hmm. I bought a whatchamacallit bar. And Those are really good candy bars. Yeah. A, a really underrated and a, and a Gatorade Zero. And the man at the fucking counter said, uh, uh, "Happy Tundra Month, bud." I said, "Excuse me," like pissed off. I said, "Excuse me." Yeah. And he said, uh, uh, "I said happy Happy Tundra Month, bud." I said. You know where I come from, America. We call it Toyotathon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and he looked at me and his his eyes kind of started to tear up. He said, "Buddy, I gotta keep my job. This is what they tell me to say." Buddy, my wife, my wife's going through chemo, man. I, I say, keep my I job. say, I say, I say, uh, Elijah Muhammad did not die. All right, now it's for, for us to not call it now, Toyotathon. Now it's time for Rudy's Crypto Corner. I'm going to use this week's Crypto Corner to talk about um, armchair fucking stock analysts. Yes, sir. Uh, and how all you fuckers on stock twits and trading view don't know what the fuck you're talking about ever. <laughs> you guys, you're familiar with how like candlestick charts look. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like a it's a line Candles. graph with like indicators of how many buys and sells are occurring at a specific time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. People use these and they come up with little bullshit things because they're actual indicators. Like certain patterns mean like certain things are happening traditionally. Mm-hmm. If you have a spike and you're leveling out, typically after a certain amount of time, that means you're going to bounce up because you've hit resistance and you're probably going to go up or you're going to go down. Except people like they overanalyze these things and they try to make their own shit. Like there are people that are like, this is actually like a Batman holding his dead parents pattern and it means we're going to dead cat bounce and the stocks can go through the roof and just dumb shit. Fuck all of you people. Bitcoin, long the fuck out of it. Ethereum's still shit. Uh, everyone, dump all your money to Bitcoin right now. And then uh, don't lose it. That's it. Is that for real? Uh, I'm not a. I'm not an advisor. I can't be held liable for any of this. Okay, dump well, all your money and do it. I am, I am an oh shit. We all, know, we all know what that sound is. We do. Right, Andrew? Rudy... Rudy, I'm sorry, but it always it always interrupts. It's the crypto corner. Did you cut me? Um, no. Are you I, sure? I, I turned the, the the headphone level down so it wouldn't uh, ear rape us. Um, I don't like that term. That sound means that it is time for Tristan's viral audio clip of uh, the week. Now, this is a bit of a this is a bit of a, a bit of an audio clip. That, like, your aunt would share on Facebook. But I thought it was kind of humorous. Um, Did your aunt share this on Facebook? No, no. But um, a Twitter page that would probably... That could have been run by my aunt shared it. Uh, so this takes place in a Walmart. 
some jokers. Is this Mason Ramsey? No. <laughs> so there's this little kid who's singing Hank Williams songs in a Walmart. Uh, no, but this person, they're, they're playing a little bit of a joke on the uh, on a Walmart employee. Oh, that's good. That's what they need. It's like a um, it's like uh, back when Bart Simpson, um, Marge and Homer's son, would uh, call, you know them would call Mo and say, "Hey, is um, Seymour Butts there?" And he's a Seymour Butts. All right, so here this is at a Walmart um, uh, super center. Uh, someone said that they're looking for a man named Clinton Kildepstein. So let's see. <laughs> Stupid. Good afternoon, Walmart customers. If I may have your attention, please. Will Mr. Clinton Kildepstein <laughs> meet your party at the grocery entrance? Mr. Clinton Kilgepstein, please go to grocery entrance. They got Napoleon Dynamite's grandma doing it. Thank you. Thank you. Let me know if he doesn't show up in like in five minutes. Okay. And then come back and I'll do it again. I like to think he went back after five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm that, glad that very earnest woman. Uh, right. He, well, I feel I feel bad. Uh, this this was a toss up. Oh, Tulsi Gabbard just just retweeted. Remembering John Lennon today. Oh, All we are saying is ew. give peace a chance. Uh, Tulsi, that's cringe. That's pretty beta. I have a big bitch about John Lennon. Oh, go, I was go going on. on about this. You're in the right house. So this is Christmas, right? We're yeah. hearing that a lot oh, now. By the way, uh, that was Tristan's Valor Clip of the Week. Go on. Um, and it's just, I don't know if it's fair to call a man who's... Um, I don't know if it's fair to call him like the voice of a generation mm-hmm. if that's done. Mm-hmm. When you have lyrics like So this is Christmas, let's have a good year without any fear. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not very well written. I think he wasn't a very good writer. I think it's completely apropos to call John Lennon the voice of that generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because no. it's because it's all pithy garbage yeah it's all pithy garbage <laughs> i will true. say this at least this year yoko on her yearly tweet at this at least this year she shouted out julian no no that's i mean nice like like julian julian was oh, like Jul- left- oh, julian like julian's stepson yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 like that's nice. julian was left behind by john mm-hmm. essentially and with cynthia and, lennon yeah and uh yoko at least had the kindness to say like i know that in our hearts like there's probably not a day that goes by that i or sean or julian don't think about him that's nice so i thought i thought it was even though like yoko's a very strange woman yeah. i thought i thought it was at least kind on her well, part this it's year, weird though. that she tweeted that as a video though with her just playing the tambourine as she was saying all that <laughs> like that fucking chuck berry yeah. um, video where she starts screaming to <laughs> the microphone <laughs> john lennon is is playing guitar with like his hero and his fucking bitch wife and has chuck to berry start- goes man <laughs> I'm about to piss on that woman. You don't calm her down. Have you seen those sex tapes of Chuck Berry pissing yeah. on women? Chuck Berry was super into water sports. It's evil. He's also super into fart sports. And he farts in that oh, man's yeah. face. Yeah. Fucking evil. He's an evil man. Dude, John wasn't into the prodigy, but he was ready to smack his bitch up. You well, know what I'm you know, Chuck, well, he wasn't. Chuck was. You know, Chuck Berry also got in trouble because he had a restaurant and he put cameras in the women's bathrooms. Is that true? Yeah. Yes. Wait. And is, he got in a lot of trouble because an underage girl used the bathroom and there was, there was a recording of it. Is that he the also, secret Denny's where, where our mixtape was for the podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He also uh, walked around with a giant flower uh, in his uh, tuxedo jacket, but instead of being an actual flower, it was connected to a hose that was connected to his, to his urethra. Yeah. <laughs> 
very into sounding weirdly enough that's the old catheter flower prank right yeah. <laughs> a classic well that, a classic, i haven't yeah. seen joker he also yet that happens, like to, right? yeah. also chuck berry liked to go to movie theaters with his dates and he'd get a big old bucket of popcorn and sit next to him but what they didn't know oh, see is that they is would going. they would reach in to get some no. fresh popcorn while they were watching transformers with chuck berry and it would just be a bucket filled with his piss well <laughs> Steven, no, i heard a different story about chuck berry i had heard that he would put his dick in the cup and put the straw in his urethra. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the woman would go there for a sip out of the straw and she just sucked the urine out of his bladder. Chuck, we're very sorry. <laughs> He's you know what's the you know, you know weirdest thing about Chuck Berry, too? He got like really mad at the vice principal at his high school. So what he did was he took a paper bag and lit it on fire in front of like the stoop of his vice principal's house. And the vice principal came out and was like, "Oh no, oh no! There's a, there's a bag on fire on my porch. I need to I need, I need to stamp it out." And he stamped it out, and the bag was actually connected to Chuck Berry's urethra. <laughs> <laughs> Along with Billie Eilish and uh, Mother Brady, uh, Chuck Berry's urethra is going to the Hall of Fame of the Horse House. Yes. Yeah. Wait, are the other two's urethras going to the Hall of Fame? Or just them themselves? No, uh, Carol Brady's Jess, ass is going... I was going to say, Carol Brady's ass and Billie Eilish's just persona. Yeah, I hate her. I hate that woman, that girl. We don't hate miners on the horse house. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't hate gold miners, coal miners, or uh, legal miners or, on the horse or house. Or minor cords. We're going to have guitar. a happy birthday podcast for Billie Eilish on her 18th. And so we're going to talk shit about like, <laughs> It's going to be the Comedy Central horse house roast of Billie Eilish. I will write that down. That'll be a thing. Um, also about John Lennon... Um, I'm all about separating the artist from the art, but when your art was all about peace and love, but you were like being the shit out of your wife and kids, mm, that's no bueno. Well, it sounds, like, it sounds but, like they weren't about peace and love, and well, he had to teach it to how peaceful can he be when he himself gets shot? <laughs> all right, Stephen has told us Sad he has. Day. Stephen has a rant. Stephen, you have the floor. Um, I got really mad because I was at work at the post office. Yeah. And I actually had to go to a post office meeting where there were, like, people from other branches. Um, where we had to, like, collaborate and learn how to, like, operate better. Yeah. And for some reason, um, they were talking about, like, teaching some of the new employees and how they were going to do it. And they said they wanted to incorporate, like, mixed media. And I was like, okay, cool. And they were like, we're going to do, like translation of like how we're gonna do shit through song and they're like you know what we should do what song we should use disturbs the sound of silence what the fuck why why the disturbed cover i don't know but they just kept talking about how fucking cool disturbs cover of the sound of silence was and how it was better than the simon and garfunkel dreams i walked alone I th- you know how you want to you want to euthanize you th- you believe that Joe Biden should be euthanized ethically and consensually euthanized yeah I think um n- uh non consensually uh the detractors of Papa John and people that say the disturbed sound of silence uh cover is better than the Simon and Garfunkel one they should be put against the wall and here's why even like in minecraft in minecraft like like honestly like if you're that large of a philistine that you're like oh man get loud and loud guitar and that mean it better Mm -hmm. like i like loud music but the whole point of the sound of silence is that it's fucking quiet yeah and it builds up and it builds up and it's just fucking like but what if you throw like a distortion pedal on it Ooh, yeah no did they 
Do they have something like that? Mm. Make it sound really Is deep. there such a thing, Steven? I just... I don't understand our society anymore. And, like, the other thing, it, it wasn't even... Like, like to, to piggyback off what we talked about, like, 20 or 30 minutes ago when we were talking about... Fucking Barry's boom, boom. <laughs> when you're talking about boomers with their phones, yeah, like it's always the boomer shit to be like, oh, they don't, you know, mo- millennials, zoomers, fucking the kids today, they don't fucking get it, they don't get real art. And I was sitting there with a bunch of fucking boomers, a bunch of fucking like fifty year olds, and they're just talking about fucking disturbed. And how cool and cutting edge it is, and how much better it is than Paul Simon and our Garfunkel, and it pisses me off. Beta. That's what I think about. You. Yeah, they are betas. How about you respect your elders, Stephen? How about you come step on my porch with the bag that's on fire? <laughs> no, it's not filled with farts. It's filled with piss. Are you satisfied? Did you get everything you needed to get out? <laughs> Drops microphone. <laughs> Steven, put the microphone back up to your own. We have one more segment or two about Elton John's prostate. Do you like Elton John's prostate? Come on. You used to talk about it all the time. Come on. Get the microphone back up. You love this. Please. Steven. Will you do it for no. a Scooby snack? Will you do it for a Scooby snack? <coughs> There's some cigarette butts outside you can eat. <laughs> So Elton John released his autobiography recently, mm-hmm. and uh, Sir Elton John, and yes, yeah, Sir Elton John, and he like we don't sec- recognize he's that in he's his country. It's true. We that do in true. the horse house. We rec- only for Elton John. Only for yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, so he wrote in his um, autobiography recently that he secretly had cancer. He had prostate cancer, which is like the coolest, like the coolest, most treatable kind of cancer. My great my my grandfather had it. He's fine now. They, they stick like a radioactive seed up your ass. Yeah. Oh, the, like Rick and Morty. Like Rick and Morty. And um <laughs> and so they um he opted out of that surgery though, and that that insertion. It's a, a it's the only uh, anal insertion he's ever uh, rejected. But um and also <laughs> he uh and so he didn't want cancer hanging over his head while getting treatment, so he just opted to get his fucking prostate removed, which I feel like is kind of like that's a little extreme, isn't it? I that's feel like leave. getting your prostate removed as a gay man is like that episode of The Twilight Zone <laughs> where he breaks his glasses it's, whenever he's locked in the library. It, it's I had true. so much time. <laughs> I had so true. much time. Like, you could have gotten that prostate knocked around so much, bud. Exactly. You just well, decided to yank it out. Especially since he's retiring soon. He's like, oh, yes. A whole... Uh, n- nothing but sodomy 24 yeah. 7 is left for me and all of a sudden he gets his fucking prostate removed he said that um while he was on the mend he wore a diaper mm-hmm. and he said that he would he would he would, he would piss and shit into this diaper while doing concerts well that's kind of dope though that's, that's kind of dope that's porn is hard. it's like whenever you see uh like weightlifters like they bust like a vessel in their nose and they start bleeding and vomiting on themselves yeah. Shows you're giving all you got. Or did you see that? Do you remember that famous picture of that runner who shit, who diarrhea shits yeah. himself and he's running? I mean, that's yeah. cool. Dude, dude on his running ass. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> what else do you ass. do, right? Like, what else do you do, do? Yeah. Like, wasn't he, like, crossing the finish line at that point? Like, he was yeah. close to the end. Yeah, he, the best thing is everyone yeah, he crossed in the background is looking at him. Too. Uh, that reminds me of Pizza Leg. Do you guys remember Pizza Leg? I don't want to. No. I'll post Why a does tweet, that sound familiar? A picture of that. It was a guy who was doing the running of the bulls. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, it, it, oh. it's a flap of skin. Yeah. There's like fat and stuff. Like it's it, it's a deep flap, and it looks just like a delicious piece of. Um, that was like uh, whenever you whenever you cut open your leg, 
You had a little pizza leg going on. It was mostly just blood and guts in there. Well, you said you had the little extra extra anus that you made yourself. <laughs> I literally tore myself a new asshole. But uh, but yeah, so Elton John, um, we're glad you're safe. We're yeah. glad you're healthy. Uh, you don't have a prostate anymore. So I guess... Maybe um, just try out being straight now. Yeah. Ah, it's true. Divorce yeah. your husband, well, of which you have two kids with. Once you get your prostate removed, can you... Not with. Can you coom still? Yeah, you can still coom. You're not going to produce, though. Sperm what? or actual coom? What? I'm sorry. Like I think it just like kind of like it ekes it, out. It's like sand comes out. Well, no. Know. Like you still have you still have coom in you. How's but it, a prostate makes coom, doesn't it? No, it regu- no prostate it, doesn't make no, coom. No, it regulates the coom. I think it regulates the coom to such a point that you you don't have the same coom production afterwards. Uh, we'd have to get some. Well, next week we'll have a prostate scientist in. Does Elton John need to get? Stevens already here. The, oh, would you like to donate some coom to Elton John? I would. In a, sir, yes, sir. I will die on this battlefield to give coom injections well, to Elton John, well, sir. Well, that's the thing. I think Elton John still has all the coom, but the prostate. <laughs> I, is, I hate this. Is yeah, not I, helping him get. I do get, as well. So Elton John, God bless you, man. Uh, we're glad your prostate's out. Private first class Stephen presenting to evac into Elton John's prostate and rece- receive the coom. Amen. Yeah.